0: Welcome everyone to the Motive podcast. My name is Shaden Bernoulli. I'm a licensed therapist specializing in relationships, addiction, and anxiety. And Motive Academy is a therapy practice that I started and is so focused on meeting you wherever you're at, which means you can help, you can get help through the podcast, you can get help through our online courses, you can get help through group therapy or individual therapy. And I don't know. Along the way, sometimes we'll, we'll, or not sometime, but probably we'll, we'll figure out another way to help you. So that's our goal here, right? Is we want to, we want to meet you wherever you're at. And if the podcast is just where you're at, then great, and uh, share it to your friends. So this one's going to be a little bit. That's going to be a little quick, I believe. Um, I just want to, you know, there's a concept that's been on my mind that I thought, you know, I don't know how long I could really want to talk about it, or get into it but it's it's just a concept that's got to be talked about. So there's uh you know all of us have all of us are human and we make we make mistakes, we hurt we hurt people and um and we we're we're asked to apologize. And for for a lot of us growing up, we we're told to apologize and we we learned those two those two words, I'm sorry. And so we say it. And uh and we hope that they they do some good. So the problem is right is is that when we when we injure someone when we hurt them when we do something that's painful towards them we broke trust and you know a, there's a we break trust and and i i do this thing with my kids where from a phrase of you you gain trust in drips and you pour it out in buckets and when my kids uh when they lie uh not always but there's times that there's a pretty decent lie then um And I know that I'm the one that didn't inspire them to lie by getting mad. Then one of the consequences we have is we have a mason. I get two mason jars out, and I fill one of them with water. And then I give my kid a a uh, syringe, and uh, they have to they have to pull the water out of the one mason jar with this with a syringe, like a baby uh, medicine syringe, and drip by drip, they have to fill up the other mason jar. And they always get the lesson from me that trust is gained in drips and poured out in buckets and um, and it's a methodical and time-consuming um, consequence, but it's a great lesson for them and so as they're feeling it, I uh, will come along and maybe it's like halfway halfway up you know and they feel it pretty good. I'll grab it and let's just say it was Kobe. Uh, it doesn't. He hardly ever lies. But if it was Kobe, I'd, you know, I'd say, "Hey, Kobe, so look, look how how long did that take you to do that?" Because they don't get a squirted in; they they have to go drip by drip. And it's always like, "Yeah, it took me forever, Dad." You know, and and I'll say, "So what am I?" You know, the they've they, they've had it enough where I've I've done this enough where I could say, "So what am I going to do now?" And he's like, "You're going to dump it out." <laughs> I say, "Yeah, I am. I'm going to dump it out. Like how? I'm going to dump at least half of it out." And you got to start over, and it's painful because they're like, "Don't you know? Like, don't like, please don't like." It's just gonna take forever. I'll say, "Yeah, I know, bud. It's because you lied. It's because you broke trust." And uh, don't get me wrong; I don't make them do it all the way every time. In fact, hardly ever do they ever fill it all the way up. It's just it's once I can see that the lesson is you know, really getting in there then then yeah, we usually move on. But but I have pushed it to where it's it's definitely time consuming. And that, that they just are it's imprinting in them that yeah, like when you hurt people, when you lie, when you do things that break trust, it it doesn't just get put back. And that doesn't mean you don't love them. It has nothing to do with love. It just means it doesn't get put get put back. And so I kind of mentioned this in our in the last podcast, but this principle of of apologizing, I wish would be replaced with just accountability. Of if someone comes up to me, you know. So again, if 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 someone comes up to me, if somebody's hurt me, and they they all they say is, "Hey, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry that I'm sorry I did that." I don't. There's no trust brought back. There's no drips that they're putting back in. All they're doing is acknowledging what they're acknowledging that they're sorry. But why? Why? Why are you sorry? Anybody can say sorry. Why are you sorry? And and it's not even because I'm the forgiver. I, I place that in Christ. Like I'm not holding it against them. That's that's for that's between them and Christ. But trust is between me and them. But forgiveness is not. Like, I forgive them. I'm going to forgive them. The guy that stole my trailer, if you didn't hear that story, my my, trailer, my cargo trailer got stolen from me. If he says sorry, if, I, if for some reason he shows up my door and he's like, I'm sorry I did that, he's forgiven. Like, that's not my problem. That's between him and Christ. But my trust for him, yeah, of course not. So if he just says, I'm sorry, what am I going to think? Nothing. That's, that's pathetic. Now, the fact you brought it back is kind of cool because what is that? That's an act of accountability shows up without the trailer and says, sorry, I stole your trailer. Okay. Like, where's the trailer? Right? And how many, of, how many of us, when we apologize, show up without the trailer and say, sorry, even though we took something. We took safety. We took, we took a promise. We took, we took things away. We took a way of being away. And so that has to be accounted for. So if that person showed up and said, hey, hi, my name is so-and-so, and I took your trailer, and here it is. And just imagine he says, you know, I know you can probably call the cops, and you have a right to. Um, I've been in a bad place in my life, and I, re- I really needed some money. And uh, times have been tough, and I just kind of thought, you know what, this is a guy that obviously doesn't need this trailer, and I justified it because he just le- he's just leaving it on this on his side yard like he doesn't probably really care about it much anyway, and I need it more than him, and and I justified it, and I and I thought you know taking it's not going to be that big of a deal, and so. I took it even though I was doubtful but and then I I told a buddy about it and and he's like, "Oh yeah, dude, we should do that." And and so he 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 got he started to talk me into it as well and and I fell for it. I listened to him too. And and we came and we did it that night. We we knew we'd been watching it and we we knew that your neighbors had cameras and we we knew what to do. And I and I did that. And I'm, and I'm sorry. What am I going to think of that person now? First thought could be, well, you could make it all up. I just don't really care to start deciphering all the time what people are making up, especially a stranger. But the ones we care about that you know, you know when they're making stuff up. And you know when they're being true. And you know what contrition looks like. You know, you know what sorrow looks like. The other thing that would be really cool, if you can imagine this too, is let's say this guy comes up to me, and and then he even says, "You know, I've felt really bad about this, and just the other day I drove by your house, and you obviously didn't know that it was me who stole your car, who your cargo trailer, and I saw your kids playing outside." And I, it really hit me that this is a family, and there are kids that that probably felt really bad about this, and I'm sure that you felt bad and felt like you can't trust the world. And I'm sure it hurt. I'm sure it, it. I'm sure you were really angry too and frustrated. Can you imagine? What would you want to do for that person? Would you want to punch him in the face? No, maybe a little, but no, right? And that's what we, we lack. And the coolest part that when is when we, when we really push the envelope to, to account for the things that we did, we then learn way more about ourselves. We learn way more about why we did the things that we did. And remember that explanation isn't justification and accountability is about explanation not justification he wasn't making excuses he was saying and i fell for it i did it like he but it but it's explainable but he also took time even though i made it up i wish he would take time he you know he in, he took time to to share how it impacted me right he took the time to say how did my decision impact you emotionally or in any other way financially and you know any other way in other words he was thoughtful and so in our apologies in our attempts at re re uh, putting a few more drops in the bucket if you will of building trust back of repairing that's what I, the word I was looking for in our attempt at repairing have we been thoughtful enough to almost not even have to say i'm sorry because we've explained ourselves so well not from a justification standpoint but from an explanation standpoint and have we taken the time to share to the other person how your decision impacted them and not just in one way but in many ways right and so again you know we're only like 11 minutes in but in most of my podcasts are a little longer but I'm just gonna I'm gonna end it around there because it's it's just such a short principle but it's so so needed, and I hope that you'll think about some people in your life right now that that you need to account to and actually do so, and pre- prepare it. If you even have, if you have to write stuff down, there's no shame in that. Or if there's people that you've just said sorry to but it does seem like they're having a hard time reconnecting with you. That's why. Reconnection is about trust. And so if if after the apology, there isn't much reconnection, guess what's probably not happened? You didn't rebuild much trust. And I'm telling you right now, this is the, this is one of the biggest steps you could ever take to rebuild the trust. In some cases, I've seen an entire... And I'm, and I'm telling this boldly, I have seen in the last few months of my life not one, but two marriages change radically. When I mean radical, I mean black and white change because of one event of pure accountability from one of the people, or if not both. And what they thought they had to resolve all of these many issues that they thought they had to be resolved in order to, to connect again, actually kind of became accounted for in this one, this one situation, these one time events of like owning why they do the things they do. And it, and it made sense for all of the things, if not 90% of them. So that meant all of the situations didn't have to get brought up because all of the situations are now understood because this person accounted for why they do the things they do, why they are the way they are at times, and they didn't justify it. They owned it. And then they also, they also showed the empathy for the other person and owned how much that must've hurt them. It's just, do they have, do you have the courage to do that with any of your relationships? because it's courage not skill. We've been we've been taught accountability our whole life. If you haven't, learn it. It's a it's a magnificent principle. And if you if you want to I guess maybe we'll go on longer with the podcast, why not? I'll tell you this for right now if I haven't said it before, but who cares? Agency so free will. And accountability are basically the same thing. Yeah, you heard me. So, agency and accountability are basically the same thing. If agency is the ability to act for yourself, to think for yourself, and to do for yourself, then the inability to own those actions and to assess and acknowledge the things you're choosing to do will begin to eliminate the ability to to have free will to begin with so will you always have will you always have agency yes but at the same time the ability to use it which is what i call freedom which is different than agency, the freedom to use it will diminish. A a prisoner in prison has agency still. They have free will. He He can run his head right into the concrete if he wants to. He can think anything he wants to about anybody. But the improper use of his agency limited his freedom. And the improper accountability of how he used such agency made it so that his freedom had to be punished. And this world is not much different. We just punish each other in different ways. And one of the first ways of punishment in normal lives is disconnection. We disconnect from those who hurt us quite naturally. The brain's built for it. We don't our brain is not does not tell us to run towards things that hurt us. Free will does actually. It's a choice. So when there's been pain and hurt, you're actually instinctually telling somebody to leave you. And until you show forth an extra bit of safety, that mind might not think that it's really safe to begin with. So then it won't reattach. It won't reconnect. So owning, owning your side, owning what you, your impact is a key ingredient, I promise. If it's too scary to try in person, you know what I'm going to say. Then come to therapy. Come change. Come, come create a safe place and have a safe place to do so, and you'll see your life change immediately, I promise. Thanks for listening, everybody. Leave us reviews. Come visit us on motiveacademy.com. And you can, uh, you can contact my assistant, Aubrey, who's amazing, at 435-315-2520 to set up any type of session or log in for group therapy um, with myself, Steve, or Sadie, who are all uh, therapists who basically accept clients all over the map with any different kind of struggle that's going on. So thanks for listening again. We'll talk to you soon.